0: Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. I am Amanda and joined with me today as always is my vivacious co-host Erica. Hey guys. And we are also joined by our favorite guest host Amy. Yo. And then today we have a special guest, which we're so excited about. So uh, everybody, welcome Austin to the podcast. So how's everybody doing today? Solid. Yeah. yeah, we're doing. We're doing. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're going to jump in and like hear from Austin about what's happening with him. Erica, do you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll do a
0: brief intro. So our man Austin here is a
2: coworker of ours. And he turned the ripe old age of 27, yep. like, two weeks ago?
3: <laughs> July 2nd. July,
2: oh, oh, good God, a month oh, ago. wow. Yes. Well, happy so, birthday. Thank you. He is, uh, you know, one of our better younger generation that's going to hopefully be part of the folks who are making this country a little bit better than the people who came before us. But anyway, so Young Sir has got more... Um, Obviously, he's a little bit more technology, technologically inclined, especially with the whole dating thing. And because he's a dude, and we always want to hear <laughs> stuff about what it's like to be yeah. a dude, um, we thought he, he was kind enough to come on and tell us stories of all different flavors about dating online.
3: Yes. Um, so like, I live uh, here in St. Louis. I moved here about three years ago. I'm originally from southeast Missouri. Um, I was in a pretty long relationship, uh, about four years, and split up uh, about a year ago. And then I just jumped right into the dating scene. Um, And I have some friends up here that were single. So I kind of like, hey, man, I haven't dated in a long time. Like, what is the move nowadays? Because it seems to change, like, pretty frequently. Um, So I had, like, three dating apps going at one time. I was on uh, Bumble, Hinge, and Tinder. And I stayed on those like pretty actively, started getting some dates going on, you know, like bar visits and stuff like that. And pretty soon I uh, I went on this date. Uh, we I talked to this girl for about a week, week and a half. And we went to like a pretty upscale place on the hill. And like she seemed like really cool. But I was very upfront with everybody I talked to that was not looking for a relationship, like just got out of one, not ready for one. Mm -hmm. um and she she seemed fine with that at first um we get (laughs) we get sat down at the restaurant and like 20 minutes in she like reaches across the table and starts holding my hand and i was like that's uh that's not one night stand type actions or anything uh so we finish dinner um you know go back to my place do the deed whatever and then, like, we go to hang out again, and she comes over the next time, and she's like, I'm going to cook dinner for you and your roommates. Oh, and here's a housewarming gift. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. Um.
0: Yeah, that, that doesn't sound like no strings, non-relationship stuff, yeah. Right. I am going to make um,
1: a joke about a bunny boiler, but then I re- you probably don't remember. There was a movie that came out a long time ago called Fatal Attraction.
3: I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it.
1: Okay, well, don't watch it then.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, like, she comes over, cooks dinner, like, kills it. Like, it was really good. She stays the night that night, and then she comes over again, like, the next week. And I sit her down, like, as soon as she gets there. And I'm like, look, I feel like you might not have heard me the first time. I'm not looking for anything serious. And she was like, I understand, I'll wait for you.
0: Oh, no. Oh, God.
3: All right. No. (laughs) You've made this very easy for me. So, uh, and like, I understand Erica has a lot of stigma with this, but I'm sure you guys are familiar with ghosting uh, because it's pretty common nowadays. um, And that was a situation where I thought that was the best course of action. Um, So I did ghost her. Uh, that,
0: yeah, I mean I'm normally pretty anti ghosting, but you were very upfront with her and then you talked to her and she's like not she's she's refusing to listen to the words coming yes. out of your mouth. So I feel like you don't have much other options after that.
3: Yeah, I, I said everything that needed to be said to like get the the relationship where it needed to be and mm-hmm. yeah, she just wasn't catching catching the message.
0: <laughs> I'll wait so for she- you. Oh, my God. Wow. That's nuts. Sorry, that's ableist, but that's, that's, that's <laughs> <progress>. <laughs> Okay,
2: dudes, did she ever try to, like, reach out to you after you, like, went to ghost town yep. with her?
3: Oh, yep. So, uh, what happened? Uh, I got a real long, nasty message uh, saying that she couldn't believe that I would do this to her, um, that she was, she deserved better than that. I mean, like probably but i mean <laughs> i didn't i didn't know what else to do at that point i felt like that was the the most clean cut way to like get my message across without having like this chick like sobbing at, at my house that needed to leave
0: yeah
2: yeah <laughs> hey, you guys i wish you could see amanda's face right now she's like <laughs> processing she gets it it's just like how to
0: react well It's like, I just don't understand. It's like people, when someone says, I don't want anything serious, then you should believe. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've probably been in similar situations as this girl, although I don't think I would say to someone, I'll wait for you. Let's just keep doing this. I've definitely put myself in denial about things, but never with a guy being so straightforward of like, this is exactly what I want. And what I'm willing to give you, you know, if a guy is actually communicative, communicative about that, and then you still choose to be in denial about it, you're just really setting yourself up. And why do that to yourself?
3: Well, I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of people, if they, if they hear that from you, they immediately take that as a challenge. Like, oh, I'm going to change your mind about me and about like what you want. And I've seen that more times than i care to admit
0: wow okay
2: this is good for us as females because we hear more of the other side like it was going great and then he dumped me and like he cut me out Mm -hmm. and i don't get it and i'm so like awesome and he sucks so hard and it's just like it may not, you know, and it, it goes the other way. I, I don't know if you've ever known dudes where like, you knew the other side, but the girl was like, no, he was being fucking weird, oh,
3: yeah, you know, yeah, and he's just
2: like, I don't get it, you know. Well, so
3: nobody's, uh, nobody's the bad guy in their own mind. You know? Well, of
1: course, not.
2: right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Are you ready for story number two? Or two? Like, I have a. I, prompt, I can jump yeah. into another one. I've, yeah. got,
3: I've got a few. Do you,
2: do you guys want to hear another one? Do
0: you have any other? I definitely want to hear more. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, so this one time I had met this chick actually from Southeast Missouri, close to where I'm from, but I had never met her before. Um, matched on Tinder while I was down, like visiting my dad, come back to St. Louis. We'd been talking for like a week and she asked me to come down and like crash with her. Um, uh, so I, like, made that trip. It was about a two-and-a-half-hour drive uh, to, stay the night, like, to stay the night with her. Um supposed to be just us. And I walk in the door, and I felt a little catfished uh, just because, like, her profile pictures didn't exactly match what I walked into. Oh. And then it went from, like, a solo movie night to, oh, we're going to my friend's house to a party, and you're coming with me.
0: Do you think that maybe she and got nervous about having like someone that she didn't know coming to spend the night and was like, maybe we need to have a couple other people here?
3: No, I don't think so. I think she just like, cause she was like, we're just going to go for a drink for a little bit. And we ended up staying like three hours and then she's like, all right, let's head out. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I was uncomfortable from the moment I got there to the moment I left the next morning. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually uh, showed up at my dad's work cause he was at work the next day and, uh, he didn't even know I was in town and I had to explain to him like what brought me <laughs> down to Southeast Missouri. So that was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I cannot, be- I cannot imagine like explaining to my parents, even like, I mean, and I'm, I'm a lot older, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, I went. I'm in town because I, like, had a one-night stand planned. I don't think <laughs> I, don't think I Well, my my,
3: my dad was single for a little bit while I was, like, 16, 17. And okay. So, like, I got to see his debauchery. He can live through a little bit of mine.
1: <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of myself having that kind of conversation with my mom, like, trying to find a way to get her out of the house hey mom can you leave for the weekend so that i can have a guy over <laughs> you know?
3: don't think I that just, would go very well
1: no i don't think that would go very well at all <laughs> i i've kicked her out of the house for the evening before because i i brought a guy over to make him dinner and then it was sort of like uh she she went and hung out with my aunt and then at like 10 o'clock, she's like, can I come home yet? And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no don't come home yet. <laughs> Five
3: more minutes.
0: <laughs> so have you been, cap- do you feel like it's happened more than once that like a girl's profile picture doesn't match what you see in person? And how do you deal with that?
3: Well, I'm like, there's kind of ways to, there's kind of ways to check for it. Because like, typically, like if you have a Tinder, like a hinge, you have a Facebook or an Instagram and like, sometimes they're even linked to the the profile. So you can figure out pretty quick, like if you go to their Instagram and like see pictures they're tagged in that they Mm -hmm. didn't post (laughs) that like, you can get some candid photos of somebody and see what they look like uh, without like the editing or like their Mm -hmm best pictures of themselves so there's like yeah, ways snapchat to mitigate filter. it what
1: the snapchat ch- snapchat filters with the perfect complexion
3: yep and it's the all about angles puppy
1: dog ears
3: I get that. <laughs> so yeah i mean there there's ways to to try to make sure you're going to see who you think you're going to see but like sometimes they just don't have that stuff out there and it's just gonna happen
2: if you have he's got one more story the prostitutes oh yeah but uh oh yeah oh yeah it's a beauty but give me two seconds so dude if you were i mean put yourself in the mind of a 40 something year old like woman or just any older person who's just like maybe the people who are out there aren't necessarily on instagram or whatever but like how do you how would you like feel like there's a way to like kind of work around or like get to Find them without doing like a LinkedIn search or something like, you know, was, like we're like somebody we are like, he seems pretty hot and cool, but I have three pictures and a brief bio to go on. Like,
3: you gotta, gotta do Snapchat because those are photos in real time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like
3: they're not six years old, like prime photos of themselves and their Letterman jacket or something <laughs> like that. <you> know? <laughs> like it's, you're getting a picture of them in real time, exactly what they look like. Like that's, that's usually was my go to whenever I was. Well, so,
0: out. so how, so did you like, how did you get to their Snapchat? So it'd be like you start talking to them and then say, hey, let's connect on Snapchat.
3: Yep, it's it seemed like a little less invasive than asking for their phone number. Just be like, oh, okay, you want to move this to Snapchat? Here's my uh, here's my Snapchat handle, and then move to Snapchat. Then I would get their phone number and then go from there. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think that's a gener. I feel like that's a generational thing. Totally.
3: For sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but still good to know. I mean, even oh, our, us,
2: you know, we oh make, no, definitely have some poor schmuck who's in their 20s that stumbled across this podcast, in which you he just <laughs> helped them out. Yeah. So, thank you, Austin. For sure.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> snappers in your TikTok and Snapchat. <laughs> oh. Lord. I'm uh, over here so with my snappers and uh. <laughs> and, uh What was it? Not before MySpace, before Facebook. Friendster. Oh, Friendster.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I didn't have Friendster. You're showing showing your age. (laughs) I
0: I want to hear your other story, but but I also have a question just like about your profiles, because we always kind of ask people like what they look for in profiles. But since we've got a dude here, like what does your profile look like? Like what do you generally put on there?
3: Uh, I mean I just had some pictures of like um, I was in the military for a little while I had one picture of me in uniform because that tends to stir the yeah yeah that works um, <laughs> uh, just some pictures of me and my friends out together like I, I didn't you know I have some friends that like drove a Lamborghini once and took a picture of themselves in it. And that was like their, <laughs> their first picture on there. Like to oh, wow. put up this facade of a lifestyle that they don't have. But uh, yeah, mine was pretty like me, like you you'd know, real quick, like who I was.
0: What about like words?
3: Uh, I, I typically didn't leave like a big bio. Like I would put like my Snapchat username and then like, uh 27 st louis uh st louis blues st louis cardinals like just like some of the things i'm interested in but like i wouldn't go on like this rant about myself or anything like if you want to know that you're going to message me so okay that was just that was kind of my stance with it
0: all right, Erica, I'll throw it back to you. I didn't mean to, like, take over. No, no it's
2: great questions. questions. i like, no, <laughs> absolutely. What about you, Schwalbapes? Do you got anything you want to ask before he goes uh, into this awesome other story?
1: I had one, and I had a brain fart and forgot what I was going to say, so it might come back to me. I, I, uh, I'll i wait until after the third story, and maybe if I think of it, I'll, I'll come back to it.
3: Deal. <laughs> um, so I matched with this one chick. Uh, she was here in St. Louis, really pretty. Um, we were talking for like a week and it was mostly small talk like talked about maybe hanging out sometime and then randomly she hits me up like oh and here are my prices what? So, <laughs> oh yeah and sends me like this actually like put together price sheet of like her nude photos were like $10 nude video like $25 like meet and greet 200 per hour and I was like oh, I'm good <laughs> But yeah, I spent like a week and a half talking to that chick and had no idea.
0: But And you met on a dating site?
3: Yeah.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem like a very good business model for her because she had to put so much into talking to you before she put any of the pricing out there. Like that's
3: yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't really understand
2: it either. I don't know. It kind of makes sense. You know, like, feel like him out and make sure, like, A, he's not totally fake. Like, I don't know how many bots are out there, you know, like, especially, like, bots pretending to be dudes. But also she made sure that he's not a complete psycho. Um, And I guess to make sure he really, like, has a job and stuff or whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, he's or he seems like he's not a narc or a cop, you know. So, I mean, and like I mean, did you guys talk her like verbally or was it just like, oh, messages? just
3: just through messages on like tender and then Snapchat and that, oh. that was the end of it. So
2: that makes sense. I mean it's like, really yeah. minimal effort, especially if you're doing this with like five other dudes, right?
0: you know that's true. I mean, and definitely from a safety standpoint, it's a lot better for for her um, to kind of do that vetting beforehand. So yeah, I, I can see that. I just I, I've never heard of of that happening. Yeah, wow.
3: it's it's a real thing.
0: <laughs> so. Wow. So what do you look for in a profile if you message somebody? Like what are you generally Are you well okay, are you still just sort of like dating casually or are you actually looking for a relationship now?
3: I've I've actually been in a relationship since like December. Like I I've been in a relationship for a minute now uh, okay. I was just single for like a year and this these are my stories <laughs> just gotcha. a year's time of being single
0: so did you meet your current um girlfriend online
3: I did uh I met her on hinge and we went on a date uh to parlor uh, arcade bar in like tower grove mm-hmm. um like stellar first day it went awesome but my roommate was flying in from New Hampshire uh, that night, so I was like, you know, no matter how this goes, I have to go pick up my roommate. You're welcome to come. I understand if you don't want to do that. And she was like, oh, I'll see how the date goes, and then I might be adventurous later. Um, she goes with me to pick him up. She comes back to our place and ends up staying Um, she said that she, uh, she didn't shave her legs, so she wouldn't hook up with me.
1: Um, I like her already.
3: (laughs) Yep. Um, but that didn't work, so.
0: Nice. So then with her, did you reach out to
3: her, or did she reach out to you? Um, I reached out to her first. Yep, uh. She was wearing this, uh like, Ramones band tee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I see you have good taste in music. Because I typically like, like, older music. I'm not so hip on, like, the top 40 stuff. Like, so she's like, oh, so you apparently appreciate good music, too. Um, Then we just kind of went from there. Um, nice. Yeah.
2: Obviously, like, you've been dating Emma since pre-COVID. Like, what's it about, like, is anything different since during COVID? Hell like,
3: yeah, there is. Um, so like we started dating in December, like just started to really get to know each other, like January, February COVID hits and, you know, St. Louis just gets like locked down. So I was like, I went three places pretty much for like two and a half, three months. It was my house, her house and work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to know somebody really quickly and really well if you're spending that amount of time with each other. And, like, I was really surprised. We had, like, no fights, like, didn't get tired of one another. So I, I felt like that was pretty telling, like, if this is going to work or not, whenever we were forced with each other all the time.
0: Well, yeah, and, like, you can't go do any, like, experiences, you know, which is what I feel like a lot of people do when they're dating to get to know each other. And it's, you know. And, I mean, I feel like even with some of my friends, I our friendships have been a little bit more, US just because they're friends I go do stuff with, and now we can't do anything, and it's like, I don't have anything to actually say to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You
1: I had this same so. conversation with Gareth. I, I talked to him the other night, because he, he was checking in to see when he should record his his message to his fan club. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he, we'll get him. Could, we'll get him. Yeah, we'll we we'll could so uh I said, you know, I want to talk to you and and like check in, but I have nothing to talk about. I haven't done anything. I don't leave the house and I'm sure you don't want to hear about me cleaning out my closet, you know? It's like I'm doing really boring shit right now that nobody cares about.
0: <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that you and Emma like were able to it sounds like almost be stronger like because you kind of got thrown into the fire so to speak, and um, so it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it's it's really worked out. She's, she's a good one.
0: What are some things that you guys tried to do to still make it feel like you were dating and not just, like, constantly hanging out at each other's houses?
3: Uh, I mean, so I've got three roommates. I'm sorry, I have two roommates, um, and she's got a roommate. So, I mean, we were constantly, like, you know around each other, so, like, we would have, like, game nights at my house, game nights at her house, like, we'd play, uh, like, Circle of Death and, like, drinking games and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched New Girl, but we played uh, True American in my basement, and that was really fun. fun. That's
0: that's awesome.
1: Cool. The rhyming section is my favorite part of Circle of Death. Because someone... The rhyming part, when you oh, have yeah. to rhyme. Nine What's nine right rhyme? that? It, it, you lay out the 52 cards, and each, like, one through, what is it, one through seven is you drink or something like that, and then all the face cards have a different, I, I don't remember the rules of it, but it's, like, one of them, you, When if you draw that card, you have to say a word, and then everybody has to say something that rhymes with it. If you can't think of a word that rhymes, you drink. Um, one of the categ- one of them is a category card, so um, you have to name sex toys. If you can't <laughs> think of a word that's a sex toy, you have to drink. If you draw a number card, you have to take that many drinks. It's it's a really it it's fun when you've got a really big group of people, but for us old fogies who can't drink like we used to, it's a really good way to get a hangover. <laughs> I've
0: never played that game. I never even knew it existed.
3: It's a great time. You should try it. It
0: sounds really fun. fun. I feel like that rhyming card would get me, though, and I'd be super drunk, like, pretty quick.
1: No, what you do is you say orange, and then everybody hates you. (laughs) Orange. Pornge.
0: That's not working.
1: What
3: is porn? That's great. Right.
0: You have to find that word for me, Amanda.
3: Let's have Webster's pulled out.
0: It's, it's strange porn. That's what it is. porridge Strange porn. I just made it up. It's a word. I don't know what strange porn, d- porn is because to, it's their own, everybody, but you know.
1: We'll go into more Never. details on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So
2: any questions for us, Mr. Austin? Not that you need any sage advice from a bunch of old fogies like
3: us. I mean, what, like, dating at this time for you guys, what do you feel like is the biggest hurdle or, like, the most uh, aggravating thing about dating?
1: My biggest complaint is that everybody just, like, there's Part of it is that I don't think anybody wants to to get into anything too serious because it's like, well, you can't really meet anyone right now. So I had all these, I was talking to all these guys and like the conversation just sort of trails off and never goes anywhere. It's like you never really, my personal biggest gripe is that I just don't meet anybody that I feel like I have a connection with. And the one guy that I was having a connection with, he sort of disappears for weeks on end. We have, like, a running... Yeah. We, he needs to go. Boo like, to this guy. I mean, opinion this kind
3: of Yeah, <laughs> highly opinion.
1: I'm on two weeks, non, uh, no, no communication again. So, I'm, like, I always wonder if he, since he does listen to the podcast, if I pissed him off or if uh, he just gets busy. I don't know, so... We'll keep taking tabs on. We'll start, we'll start placing bets to see if I hear from him or not. And if if any of our fans want to come in and place their bets, we'll. we'll oh my God! Stop
0: talking to him! Just
2: stop! <laughs> oh, sorry. The last part got like. Uh, oh, Amanda, you're frozen! Oh, there she is. What'd you say, Amanda? It got frozen.
0: Frozified. Oh, I just said, stop talking to him. I yelled at her. (laughs) She does
1: that a lot.
0: (laughs) Um, I think for me, it's similar to what Amy's saying, but, like, I don't have any desire to, like, be epic pen pals with somebody. I've always wanted to meet pretty early on. And so... um, the and I, I have I, I'm not meeting people and I'm still like social distancing. And it's like, yeah, if there was a guy that I felt like it was worth it to not be social distanced, I would, but I still see my family, like my parents. Um, you know, occasionally I see my aunts and uncles. And so for me, it's like, well, is this person worth like giving my family COVID for, you know? And so then ultimately, any guy I'm talking to, it's just. It just feels really pointless, you know, because and, and then just like so many missed opportunities, like I was really enjoying Tinder and there were like several guys where it's like, yeah, I would really like to just come over and meet you tonight, but I wasn't going to do it because of COVID. And so um, I just feel like it's it's I've taken a pause because of that. I think that's what's like really annoying and I'm just like I don't even spend time with the people that I already have vetted as good people in my life like and so the idea of just like meeting some new person for a like a rando like hopefully this works out I just can't even imagine it. So that's what's been frustrating to me and it's been like super frustrating too because I'm like yeah I'm ready to like be dating again and now like COVID is happening and there's no end in sight y'all like it's not going anywhere
1: <laughs> it's scary it's getting yeah. it it just got a lot closer to home for me my uh, uh my some of my neighbors just passed away from it so it was kind of like that first shocking oh my god it it's like really here and now i know people and oh my god yeah
3: it's scary my roommate had it or, really
1: did he have were his symptoms really bad
3: not 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 crazy he was like a college athlete like he's in phenomenal shape gotcha. um so like he had like the exhaustion like some headaches some like he lost his sense of taste um but honestly that was about it for him he bounced back pretty quick oh
0: that's really that's good. good that's yeah. really good and then, so then did he just, like, quarantine away from you and your other roommate, or?
3: Yeah, so uh, him and his girlfriend had it, actually, at the same time. So they just, like, stayed at her place, and, like, we would make, like, Walmart trips for them and, like, drop stuff yeah. off. And we would just see him from the window, and we'd have, like, conversations from, like, 20 feet away.
0: Wow. Yep. Well, I'm so glad that... Is Is she okay, too, his girlfriend?
3: Yeah, yeah, she's fine. They're they're back to 100%. Oh, good, good. I
0: good. will
3: say, though, like, not to get on, like, a tangent or anything, but I, I, I'm i weirded out at, like, how transmittable they say this is, mm-hmm. because the night before that he got, uh, that he tested positive, him and I shared a cigarette.
1: Oh, no. Oh, wow. And I was
3: like, oh, I'm so screwed. Like, literally saliva on saliva, like, what, what worse of a way could you like transmit this
0: I did hear though and I don't know if this is true but I heard this from somebody who I do trust although I haven't verified it but that saliva actually like you can't that's why you can't get it from like sharing food the, your saliva will kill it. I don't know if that's true
1: so nobody like quote me on that so that kind of makes sense if the the saliva the water in your saliva could yeah. break it down better.
3: Why would masks be effective then?
0: Because you're breathing, because it's respiratory. So if you're
1: breathing it in, that's
0: yeah. different.
1: This is really interesting. Now I want to look this up too. Yeah. Well, I guess we all have a research.
0: We can all do some research and I can I can put what we find. We have in- homework. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like Amanda, it always
2: turns into homework. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I, I can do t- my homework.
0: <laughs> What about you, Erica? I question. He he asked the question of all of us. What's the hardest thing about COVID dating for you? Uh, I guess it's just
2: finding somebody and then it doesn't work out. You got to start the fuck all over again. <laughs> like, you know. So, um, but yeah, just that because you know you don't want somebody to be like, oh yeah, I, like I dated four other girls. What are you doing tomorrow night? You're like, um, how long ago was that last chick? You know, because I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit more foolhardy than my, my friends here. Like, um, so I'm willing to take some risks, but I'm not like completely stupid. And you know, but that, the, the issue has not come up yet, but it's, it's just hard of like, you actually kind of find somebody and then you have to start over again. Cause you're just like, Oh Jesus, you know? And then it, like the second wave is happening. So yeah, we thought this was kind of on the, on the decline and now it's not and so it's just it, it's just like how do you know it's like starting March all over again. It's like fuck, you know, yeah. <laughs> like do I really wanna like is it worth it, you know?
0: So yeah. So I started watching um Indian matchmaker on Netflix. Have you guys seen this show? No. <laughs> no. I've heard a um, lot of- It's about a matchmaker. And she is matchmaking, like, you know, Indian couples up and I'm watching it and I'm just like, I need a matchmaker. Like, (laughs) I feel like that is how I could date in COVID. If there was like somebody who vetted this person and was like, hey, you know what? We think that you guys are a match. You can meet your first meeting can be six feet away. See if you click and And then go from there. like i I'm just like, who could you know I need that? I think that's what I need. The dating sites don't do it for me. The okay Cupid's little percentage. It's like, I'm sorry. I don't think it really matters, you know, if I match with somebody on like, do you like horror movies or not? It's like, I can watch a horror movie. I cannot watch a horror movie. Life will go on. That's not what I need in a life partner. So um, you know, I just I'm like, where can I find me? A uh, progressive Catholic matchmaker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that list? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, like, I guess this is a, a younger generation question, but, like, is speed dating a thing that people actually do?
1: I've never, I don't know. I've never heard of a place that's done speed dating. Well, I remember, like,
0: I feel like in the the, like, early 2000s or two two yeah early 2000s i feel I like that was a thing, thing. I've just i never it. did it yeah but i i heard about it but like, yeah i mean i could go for something like that too it's like can we just like
1: get get some shit out of the way <laughs> <laughs> you're all for it and i'm like oh hell no i would <laughs> not go there no, it's no like way.
2: this terrible elevator pitch that you have to, like, listen to every, like, rando that you switch tables with, What what, after a minute? I don't know what the countdown is. Like, I think, yeah, but,
0: like, isn't, isn't that basically every fucking first date coffee date that you go on? And, and only it's not a minute. It's, like, at least an hour of your time. <laughs> and At that
3: point, like, once you sit down, like, it's an ordeal if you, like, get up and leave. Right. It, see, speed dating seems like something like me and my friends would get like really drunk and then go do. <laughs> I feel like that would be fun.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. I think that's the only way it would be fun is yeah, if you got really.
3: Like, yeah, no other I'd answer. Say
1: drunk, drunk speed dating. That would you be. You know what,
0: you guys? I think we have a business plan. I, I <laughs> see,
3: it sounds like a <laughs> Netflix dating. original. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. We are not responsible for what happens when you leave our office.
2: Kitty, kitty,
0: it's the sweet one. It's so
2: funny because like her face is blending in with like your blurred background, so she's yes. like uh, anonymous kitty, like <laughs> like <laughs> telling her horror stories, but you're
0: know. anonymous now.
3: Cute. <laughs>
0: All right, well, I don't know what else, what else, you guys? Anything else?
3: I'll, I'll give you one last story, then we can go. Yes. So, um, part that I didn't tell you uh, whenever me and my ex split up, we were like in the middle of our lease, and we were like, it was going to be so expensive to break the lease. So, I lived with her for like four months after we broke up.
2: Yeah.
3: It was a nightmare. Total wow. nightmare. Wow. Um, We we coexisted fairly well for, like, the circumstances, Um, but I was like, Ray, get out, and, like, even thought about, like, going to get a hotel room for the night, and my roommate now, uh, he actually needed to get out of town because he had a hickey from a girl that he wasn't with, Um, so, yeah, yeah. So we go and stay in this hotel. We go across the street to Applebee's and get really wasted on dollaritas and then go back to the hotel. Well, I have this chick that I hooked up with like back in high school. Uh, she moved up around this area, but I literally hadn't talked to her in like three years. And uh, she texted me and said, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm staying in a hotel. And, uh, and Arnold, like just chilling out for the night, And she's like, which hotel? i was like uh the jury she's like i'll be there in five minutes wow she she just so happened to be on the interstate like coming up on the arnold exit and just took the exit and like in out like less than like an hour i was just like how did that just happened and like chris went to the weight room while like we were hanging out (laughs) i was was like it's so unexpected (laughs)
1: Well, now I want to know which hotel in Arnold, too, because I live in Arnold, so... <laughs> the
3: Drury. <laughs> the Drury. Wow. The jury Classy. in... <laughs> Classy. <laughs> That's
1: nuts. Where was she going? And
2: she, like, she's like, oh, shit, you're on the way. Sweet.
3: Uh, she was, like, just got off work and was actually heading to a party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't talked to her since. <laughs>
2: I love
3: it even more. She she hasn't tried to talk to me, and I haven't tried to talk to her, so it was a win.
0: Oh my goodness. To be in your 20s again.
1: (laughs) I I feel like I missed out on my 20s because I never did stuff like this when I was younger. I was so quiet and well behaved, and now I'm like, I missed my opportunity. I, I you know just weren't burns. in the
0: right place at the right time.
1: You yeah, weren't driving down I how people the would judge me, like as a 40 year old if I started behaving that way. <laughs> Making up for lost time.
0: <laughs> I mean plenty of people do it. People especially like after people get divorced, I feel like people you know revisit that kind of those experiences. Or some people just always do do it. You, age is but a number, Amy. You do you. Amen. I mean, not now because of COVID, but when COVID's over,
1: right? We'll, we'll see how it goes in the future. I I, I talk a good game, but uh, we'll see if I actually like live up to the hype. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better,
2: you're our dating ninja, goddammit. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cast that torch, remember?
0: Ah, uh, that's right.
2: All right, ladies, I think we're
0: good. Yeah, I think so. Well, Austin, thank you so much for coming on. This has been delightful.
3: For sure. I've had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And we'll awesome. See if we get a fan club now, too. Every guy that comes on here, we get a fan, gets a fan club.
0: Yeah, we had our friend Gareth came on and he got a pretty steamy. I got an email from um from someone who signed off as horny housewife. And it was a pretty <laughs> steamy uh letter to to gareth so
1: <laughs> yes all right yeah, my friend Gareth is scottish so he has the sexy accent going on so
3: yeah i don't really have that going for me <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we break international uh like boundaries
2: and he will because yeah to us yeah. you're like whatever man yeah. but somebody overseas would be like well this Austin fellow,
0: you know. Well, you've got a little bit, a, a, not, you've got a tiny bit of a drawl, not a serious drawl, but enough of one that people might be like, oh, hmm, he's interesting.
3: Yeah. Hear some of my friends talk. Have
0: you
2: ever heard about Anchor.fm Then you need to know this: is the easiest way to make a podcast, because honestly, this is how we do it. Let me tell you a few things. It's free. Anchor will distribute for you on Spotify, Apple, and various other platforms. You can make money from this, from your actual podcast, your own podcast with no minimum listenership. So if it's just you, if it's your mom, if it's your mom's friend, it's your mom's friend in the basement with you, you can make money. Anchor.fm, just do it, you guys. It's super easy. Look, they let us do it, right? And they let us do it. They're going to let you do it. It's going to be dope. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's hear your stories. Okay? Thanks.